This is Rhema for Today. Now, it's amazing the thinking that people have, which is unscriptural, some, sometimes some perfectly good people. You know, they got the idea if you could pray loud enough, pray long enough, you might eventually get God the notion of doing something. Well, God's already in the notion. You don't have to talk Him in the notion. Anything He promises you in His Word, He's already in the notion. I mean, He's already made provision for it. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I tell the story sometime about how one ministered his wife, and my wife and I drove from North Texas. Actually, we came from East Texas, Gladewater, Texas, up to North Texas, and then got in a car with them and then drove out to West Texas because this pastor's wife was bedridden with terminal cancer. And so we'd prayed practically all the time for three days and nights. Well, at this time, we'd prayed for two days and nights. We only slept about four hours. And we'd get up and right back in the room praying again. And uh, just eat one meal a day. And so we lay down the second night, or oh, about four o'clock in the morning, just to put a mattress on the floor for this pastor that I went with in the living room. And, and I said to him, we're missing it somewhere. Now this is 19, I'll tell you what it was. We started on the 11th day of July, 1949. You remember the 11th day of July, 1949? <laughs> was on a Monday. And so now this is on the 12th day, see you know, I say, read a 12th day, it's Tuesday. Well, it's really 4 o'clock in the morning, Wednesday morning. You know, we call it night. And so I said to him, uh, we're missing it somewhere. I said, we've been praying for two days and nights for that woman's healing. And I said, I, I never prayed that long for anything. You know, and I'd been in the ministry at Fort Nine for 15 years. I was here in 34, so that's 15 years. And I said, I've never prayed that long for anything without getting an answer. Now, I don't always get the answer I want, but I get God's answer. See, I've had God to tell me, don't, don't pray for them. I said, why are they going to die? Well, why are they going to die? And then he'd go ahead and tell me why they were going to die. Well, just leave them alone. I mean, that's what he said, so that's what you do. And there, there are conditions like that. And you have to understand that, particularly if you're in the ministry. And you don't always just tell people. You just keep it quiet to yourself and go ahead and minister to their spirits and bless them all you can. Are, are you listening to me now? That's a different story, so I'll not get into that just now. But now, we haven't gotten any kind of an answer. I, I said to this pastor that I was with, because we'd gone in his automobile up there, and we was in a little town of about fifteen to 20,000 population, had one radio station there, and I said, if your automobile, the radio receiving set in your automobile, wouldn't pick up this local station, see, we're right there in town, you wouldn't phone up there and say, you'd rather have your station fixed. My radio won't get it. <laughs> no, you'd have your radio worked on. I, I'll be honest with you. You see, our problem in, in receiving from God is that we're working on the sending in all the time. Well, there's no trouble on the sending in. The problem's on the receiving in. You have to move people over into a receiving attitude. See what I mean? 
you know, there's nothing wrong with God. I mean, his station's still working. <laughs> Has for years. You know, he hadn't burned out any tubes. Just shorted out anything. If there's any problem, it's down here. I said, really, to tell you the truth about it, for two days and nights almost, that's what we've been doing. It's almost shouting at God. Now, it's amazing the thinking that people have, which is unscriptural, some, sometimes some perfectly good people. You know, they got the idea if you could pray loud enough, pray long enough, you might eventually get God the notion of doing something. Well, God's already in the notion. You don't have to talk him in the notion. Anything he promises you in his word, he's already in the notion. I mean, he's already made provision for it. And like I said, I heard one preacher say one time, said he had to pray three days and three nights before he could get God in the notion of saving him. Yeah, I heard him say that right from the pulpit. Now think about what unbelief, and people will believe that kind of stuff before they will what the Bible said. The moment I heard him say that, I was sitting back in the crowd, the moment I heard him say that, I thought to myself, immediately scripture began to come to me. See, my words abide in you. Praise God. Scripture began to come to me. Scripture that said Christ is as a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Well, that means God is already in the notion of saving him before the world's ever. He ever laid the foundations of the world. Christ is as a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Remember that scripture? I had to pray three days and nights to get God in the notion of saving me. I thought of that scripture. I thought of this scripture. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Him that cometh unto me I'll know why it's cast out. Amen. Amen. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open the door of his heart, I'll come. He's already in the notion. Don't have to talk him in the notion. See, you don't have to talk him in the notion of hearing answering prayer. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which I know it's not. He's already in the notion. But you see people's foolish thinking, you, you know, you've got to, well, you use the term sometimes, got to bombard heaven. Amen. If you can just pray loud enough, just pray long enough. If you can just get enough people to pray, and that'll, that'll turn the tide. Well, now, find any scripture that says that same thing, any verses of scripture that tell you that same thing. No, without taking something out of its setting or twisting something. But, but the most Jesus ever said, he said, if two of you on earth agree. That's God, he said, two of you get the job done. That's touching anything they ask. Now here Christians are supposed to pray because God will do it for our benefit. Prayers and intercession, supplications for kings and for those that are in authority that we might lead a quiet and a peaceable life. He's already told. Would he tell us to pray for something that he wouldn't give to us? Well, he'd be unjust if he did, you see. And, and so folks got that idea, you know, a lot of times if, uh, if you could just, you've got to be loud about it, you know. Well, God can hear you whether you're praying loud or whether you're praying Lower, so he knows everything you said when you whispered. <laughs> See, that's natural human reasoning. Amen. Now, now another thing is people got the idea in dealing with the devil that you got to holler at him. You got to be firm with him, but you don't have to holler at him where they can hear you half a block away <laughs> or two blocks away. Amen. amen. I said amen. Amen. No, thank God, just, just come according to the word and it'll solve your problems for you. So I said to this minister, we're missing it somewhere. 
You wouldn't phone up here if your radio in your car wouldn't get this local station and said, you better have your radio station fixed because my radio won't get it. No, you'd take the car, the radio, to a place where they repair these receiving sets and have it repaired. You know, I think that's where the big problem is. We need some repair on this end. The receiving end needs repairing. One way to get it repaired is to get in line with the Word of God. That's what he said, and my words abide in you. Well, he said, that sounds reasonable to me. I believe you're right. Now, you understand, back in 1949, uh, I, I didn't know everything I know now. Forty years ago, you know, you learn a few things as you go along. <laughs> so when we gathered there, now that was four o'clock in the morning, I was talking to him, and by eight o'clock, we were back in that room again. And so this pastor said, Brother Hagin, you tell the rest of them, see, our two wives and then the the preacher's wife on the bed and, and the pastor was there. Tell them what you said to me. So I said that to him. Now again, let me show you where people miss it. The minute I said that, here the dear lady on the bed, bed fast, began to cry and said, well, it's me. I, I, I've just missed it in so many ways and have failed and come up short and so on and so forth. And, and, and I said, no, no, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. That's not what I'm talking about. Sure, you missed it. If you haven't missed it, you're the first person I've ever seen that never missed it. The only perfect person I know of was the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Sure, I said you missed it. I understand that. Fail. Sin. In some degree, more or less, we all have. But I said, didn't you ask the Lord to forgive you? Sure. Well, you know 1 John 1, 9? Yes, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, he's forgiven you and cleansed you. Don't even think about it. No, it's not you. I said, we have not made our connection. Now, what I mean by working on the receiving end, let's pray like this. Lord, we've been praying here for two days and two nights, 48 hours, no, no answer of any kind. So we've missed it somewhere because you said, call unto me and I'll answer you. Now show us where we missed it. We failed to make connection here somewhere or another. Show us. And then I said, after you pray in your own words, in English, whatever you have on your heart, then trust the Holy Ghost in you to give you utterance. He knows how to pray. And began to pray in tongues. Well, in, in a few moments... We were all praying, and we were praying then in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. Now, we were in a little old bedroom about a 10 by 12. This woman just on a double bed. That double bed almost filled up the room. I'm kneeling up by the head of the bed on, if you stand at the foot, the right-hand side. The pastor I came with besides me, the woman's on the bed. My wife's right across the bed in front of me kneeling. And the other pastor's wife, kneeling beside her, the pastor had got a telephone call and had to run an errand or had a pastoral visit. He had to go somewhat in case of emergency. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a great offer for them this week. That's right. Your book, Jesus' Name Above, Above All, All Names. Names. This is a great book. I did yes. this teaching on the name of Jesus oh, several years back now. Many people don't understand the power in the name of Jesus. 
I talk about there's power in the name. The name belongs to us that are members of the body of Christ, are the church, the ecclesia. How the name came, the name is the key. That's right. The majesty of the name, the name in prayer, he tells us. Now, use his name in prayer. Mm -hmm. It's all in the name. Scriptures and meditations are the last part here. It's all in the name of Jesus. I can't talk enough about this book. It's so important that you get a hold of this, what's in this book. Yes, and your little mini book called Commanding Power. I love that sermon. Yes, I've only preached this sermon three times in in all of the years. I preached it the first time in 1977 Mm -hmm. in Fort Worth, Texas. And then I didn't preach it again until... Oh, about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. This is a powerful little message in this little book. You're going to want to get it. And a CD by you called The Missing Ingredient in Marriage. Yes, I talk about marriage. We've been married for 50... It'll be 55 years in December. In Can December, you 55 that? years. We're still together and we That's still have right. fun together. We do. I talk about some things there. You're going to want to get a hold of this. All of it for a gift of $16 or more. Yes. For the CD and the book. That's right. And the little mini book. That's right. So you just go to the computer right now to rama.org and order it right That's now. That's right. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free one 888 Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.